Hey guys, welcome back to Floral Couch Conversations. I'm Emily. And I'm Melissa. And today we are doing a Dear Petal Peeps, but we're going to do a Reddit edition. Um, so Emily, as we were driving back from the cabin, we were a little bored because it was a long drive. And so we decided to go to the Reddit advice columns and then read the prompts. It is so interesting, some of the things people ask for advice about. Okay, I'm so excited for this. <laughs> so I saved a few that I thought you would find interesting. Um, some of them are re- – my favorite threads are the relationship advice and, or am I the asshole que- um, questions. Okay. So Do we have both? I have some of both. Which one, okay. you, which one would you want to start with? Let's start with am I the asshole. Okay. Okay, am I the asshole for cutting the power to a little girl's birthday party? I worked as a lifeguard at a small neighborhood pool for several years. Our pool had a policy about parties that basically said management needed to be notified in advance so they could schedule an extra lifeguard or two and approve extra party pay. Our pool closed at 8 p.m. and was technically membership only, but we wouldn't normally kick anybody out unless they were breaking pool rules. So one day I'm working a closing shift with one other junior guard and a group of parents' kids show up around 6.45 p.m. to start setting up a party. I didn't recognize any of the families, which was odd, but NBD. I was a little miffed, though, because we hadn't received any word about this party and were technically both understaffed and underpaid for this event. But there weren't that many people, so it wasn't a big safety risk to only have two guards. So we just kept doing our jobs and kept an eye on the kids, pretty much all little girls around the ages of 12 to 14. Our policy was to announce reminders that the pool was closing every 15 minutes starting around 7.15. By 7.45, seeing that the partygoers were the only ones still at the pool and that they hadn't made any effort to start cleaning up, the other guard and I started exchanging displeased looks with each other. While 8 p.m. rolled around, we announced that the pool was closed and the party people continued to ignore us. By 8.45, I had had enough of waiting for them. So I made one last announcement that the pool was closed, went into the guard shack, and just turned off the pool lights. One of the mothers was livid. The sun had set and it was dark. Not total darkness. I only turned off the large overhead lights. There was still street lights around us and plenty of light coming from the pool. But that didn't matter to the absolute Karen who stormed her way over to us. She started yelling, mostly repeating stuff like, you never turn the lights off on guests. This pissed me off because at this point I was about 90% sure none of them were actually members, but having no way to confirm that I just explained to her the pool rules and that we needed to lock up as calmly as I could. After a few minutes, the junior guard stepped in and started arguing with her. I let her go for about a minute or two before I said something to the effect of, let it go, it isn't worth it, to which the Karen self-righteously replied, that's right, it's not. I turned the lights back on and we basically just glared at the group as they awkwardly began to clean up their party. I was somewhat vindicated by the fact that none of the other parents looked us in the eye as they made their way out. And I remember relishing the sound of the gate closing as I locked it right behind the final parent who left the pool. Still, I felt bad the little girl whose party it was. We issued plenty of reminders and warnings, but I wonder if I was the asshole. Okay, no. I don't think this person was the asshole. They were just doing their job and the pool closes. Right? Like, I feel like... Like, maybe they could have, like, gotten up and went over to talk to the parents. I feel like that would have been more helpful um, instead of just shutting off the lights. Yeah, like, asking them to leave. But I guess it's not really clear, like, if they did that. Yeah. 
Um, oh, that annoys me. <laughs> a lot of the comments agree that he is not the asshole. Some of them, some of these posts, if you're ever bored to scroll through that, am I the asshole? Some mm-hmm. of them are mixed. Some of them say everyone's an asshole. <laughs> some of them say you are the asshole or you're not the asshole. <laughs> But this one is pretty um, unanimous that you're not the asshole. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay. Would you like to do a relationship one or another am I the asshole? Let's do all the – let's do am I the assholes okay. first. Um, here we go. Am I the asshole for pronouncing words correctly, which got me fired? <gasps> <laughs> I work in an Italian restaurant that is still open during the pandemic. Now I've had this job for the past month and it pays great. However, I just got fired for what I believe is a ridiculous reason. When I was in college, I majored in Italian and studied abroad in Italy for a year. All my classes were in Italian and I'm able to speak it. Well, now I can't help it, but since I work in an Italian restaurant, I pronounce everything on the menu with a correct pronunciation. Everything was fine, and many customers commented that I, they liked the way I pronounced things until I got a specific customer. When she ordered for he, her family, she butchered every word in such a thick American accent. Now, I didn't correct her in a rude manner. I just repeated each item she said with a correct pronunciation after she said it. For example, when she said tortellini, she said something like tortellini, but to say it properly, I pronounce it tortellini. I probably butchered that, but (laughs) she then asks me, excuse me, why do you keep correcting what I say? I mentioned I speak Italian, so I know how to pronounce these words correctly. She then gets angry and says, this is America. Why should I pronounce these words in that language when we speak American? I'm a little irritated and say, well, you're eating at an Italian restaurant. You know, learning a little bit about another language can be an enlightening experience. It gets pretty awkward now, and she's in full force. I'd like to speak to the manager. So this is when I'm in complete disbelief, but my boss actually takes her side. He tells her, I'm sorry that this guy is disrespecting you. You are not expected to speak Italian here. My boss pulls me to the side and tells me to go home for the night. I call back the next day and find out I've officially been fired. My boss tells me that I should have never pronounced these Italian words in the manner I did and that I disrespected a customer. I ask him why the items on the menu are written in Italian then, and he tells me that it's just a business tactic to make the restaurant seem more authentic. What really sucks is I have three children and my wife has recently lost a job because of the pandemic. We have been financially struggling, and when my wife found out why I got fired, she absolutely blew up. Am I the asshole? Okay, this one is so tricky, especially, I don't know, like, especially during these, like, everything that's been going on, like, this reminds me kind of of what happened with Trader Joe's recently. It's not the same, but do you know what I'm talking about? No, please explain. So Trader Joe's has, um, they, I mean, they do, like, all sorts of different, like, products. Oh, um, and I like, know what you're talking about, but continue. Like, from different countries, like, they do, like, Italian food or, like, Chinese or uh, Mexican. And they've changed, like, the name on the packaging. So, like... Um, like to Trader Jose or Trader Giotto for um, Italian or like Trader Joe-san. And just recently they were called out for that, um, for being like racist, as being racist. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, oh gosh, like, yeah, like we'll change that. So, I mean, they corrected it right away and they weren't like, but it was still like, 
okay, wow, like, I didn't think of that. And, like, I I didn't think of that. But it's also not my place to be offended by that. Right. But, it, but this it, reminds me of that because it's like, okay, yeah, it is America. But, like, still, like, you're being racist right now. <laughs> right, by not even trying to pronounce it. Yeah. I also don't – I think it's an interesting thing to fi- fire someone over. Like – I feel like that could have, like, if he didn't want him to correct customers, that could have been, like, a warning. Yeah. Not, like, It was, it was extreme, for sure. What do you think the world of Reddit thought? I don't know. I feel like it might be, might be mixed. Um, it's actually mostly they think he's the asshole. Oh, really? Yeah. Although, one of the gold comments um, <laughs> is... Dude, it's an Olive Garden. There's zero chance for enlightenment inside those walls. Was uh, it an Olive Garden? He didn't say that unless he said it in the comments somewhere. It was not in the okay. original post. <laughs> because if it's an... He, I mean, he made it sound like it was like an actual Italian restaurant where the menu is written in Italian. Right. So if it was like an authentic, like, owned Italian restaurant, like, maybe it is, like, more protecting a heritage to some extent. But... At the same point, at, at the same time, if it was an authentic Italian restaurant and the owner was, like, either Italian, Italian himself or, like, had some sort of ties to um, Italy or something, that they wouldn't have fired someone over that. That's true. That's a good point. Like, And that yeah. they, wouldn't, they wouldn't have said, like, it's just a business tactic because That's it was, true. like... Like, that's their country. That's their heritage. Right. They would have been like, hey, I appreciate it, but, like, stop. (laughs) But, like, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Like, we don't want to lose customers. Yeah. Um, A lot of people are saying you're the asshole because you were correcting her um, instead of just, like, repeating the order like it was correcting. Yeah. Like, I feel like it would have been better if instead of, like, repeating after everything she said, he would have just, like, repeated it quickly back to her, like, okay, so just to make sure this, 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 and this, like, I feel like she wouldn't have said anything. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, interesting. So I have a question related to the Trader Joe's topic. Mm-hmm. Part of. How do you feel? So I've heard mixed reviews on a lot of people are like removing their problematic past behavior. So obviously Trader Joe's is like a brand and they can correct it moving forward, which I think mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. But people like Jenna Marbles, for instance, that I used to watch a lot in college and I didn't realize yeah. it was problematic at the time are just deleting content. Like they're deleting full episodes of old shows that were problematic. Um, and I've heard a lot of criticism, either like, yes, that's good, or you can't just delete what you did, just prove with your actions and do better. Do you have any like strong opinions or any thoughts on that? Like, which? Um, what? Um, what Jenna Marbles was problematic? Um, let me find the article. I think she may have, like, um, appropriated some cultures. Oh, that would, I guess, make sense. Um, she did, like, an eight-minute video explaining, it might have been longer than that, apologizing, saying she's learned a lot, which I think a lot of people gave her kudos for, mm-hmm. and, like, explaining why she's taking them down, and... Mm-hmm. Um, 
so I think that's like specific instance I feel like though a lot of things are just like getting deleted and not addressed so I don't know it's an interesting time I feel like yeah I feel like it's okay to delete them if you put out like that apology and like explanation because then like they're still out there and like someone could still come across them out of context you know right and be like what the heck and like she has addressed them so so I don't know I I think it's hard because I'm not in the position really to be offended and so I can't like I can't really speak on that right it's not our call yeah I just yeah it's interesting because I've heard mixed mixed um perspectives on what the right thing to do is so yeah and I can I can see it both ways Mm -hmm. yeah okay let's do let's switch over to relationship okay this one has an update after we analyzed the original situation and this is one that I did we did in the car and I think it's super interesting okay okay I, a 29-year-old female, keep finding long hairs in my bathroom, which is strange because my husband, 32, is bald and I have a short pixie crop hairstyle. Huh. Um, okay. This started a few weeks ago. While cleaning the bathroom, I found a number of long hair strands over my bathroom wall by the shower. This struck me as very odd because not only does my husband not have hair, I also wear a very cropped short hairstyle. So it's impossible for the strands I found to belong to either me or my husband confused i watched them away but couldn't stop thinking about it i decided not to mention it but kept looking out for them there seems to be a pattern that there's hairs appearing when i'm either at work or out for a longer time period i feel like i'm going crazy and feel like i shouldn't just immediately go to my husband cheating on me with a longer haired woman i asked my husband about it and he just shrugged which makes me more paranoid as surely this is something that's strange so why is he so blase about it i'm starting to think he's playing it down to stop me from finding out the truth It happened again two days ago, and I asked my husband again. He dismissed it, but this time admitted it's strange, but told me the only explanation is that they must be my hairs. They are not, and after saying so, now he'll just ignore me if I bring it up. I don't want to assume my husband is cheating on me and accuse him of such over something so ridiculous, but I'm driving myself into the ground trying to work out how the hairs have got there without my husband dismissing it as nothing. During lockdown, we haven't had any visitors that I know of, so can rule out his sister. Um, so what do you think? Oh my gosh. I don't know. I feel like I would be so, like, I would be like, okay, we need to figure this out together or else, like, it's sketchy and you're being sketchy, so. Yeah. I don't feel like him ignoring it, like, would be acceptable. Like, I think you have to, like, force him to talk about it. Yeah. Totally. Um, And I think what I would do is just, like, try to, like, leave and then, like, but actually not. Or, like, have someone, like, try to see what's going on when she does leave. Interesting. So a lot of the comments recommend putting up cameras. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear an update? On what she decided to do. Yes. Okay. What do you think is happening? Do you think he's cheating? Um, 
I don't know. I guess maybe that's like what you jump to, but I feel like that's so risky and like stupid. Yeah, it's just hard to come up with like another possibility, especially in lockdown. Right. Um, I'm thinking like a dog or something. Okay. Or, um, I don't know. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. I ultimately decided against getting a secret camera set up because, ironically enough, I didn't want to betray my partner's trust. Though, part of me wanted to get one to squash any worries of someone living in my walls, as per some comments said. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Scary alternative. I I did, though, plan to leave work early, which is something I've never done before. My boss allowed me to leave after half a day. Upon returning home, nothing seemed amiss. I was expecting another car on the drive or parked outside on the street. There was no other car I didn't recognize. Quietly letting myself in, I was immediately confused. In the hallway, there was a pair of shoes I didn't recognize. And not only that, they looked like men's shoes. (gasps) Standing in the hallway, trying to work out what to do, if I should sneak around or make my presence known, before I could decide, my husband walked out of the kitchen with two cups of tea. By my husband's face, it was obvious he was surprised to see me. Playing along with naivety, I asked my husband how he could have known I was coming home early to make me tea. Expecting my husband to lie, he surprised me by sitting me down and explaining everything. At the beginning of lockdown, his friend, someone I'm not all that close with because only met, I only met him once, was evicted, lost his job, and had been couch surfing. So for some days over the past couple of weeks, this guy has been traveling to our house and, with the acceptance of my husband, using our bathroom to freshen up to attend interviews. He was also borrowing shirts and suits from my husband. As it turns out, my husband's friend has long hair and a beard. So it turns out my husband isn't cheating on me, but was hiding the fact his long-haired friend was coming over to use our shower. After a shower, I ended up meeting Dave, and he turned out to be a very nice bloke, just one just down on his luck. I wished him the best for a socially distanced interview, and he went on his way. I asked my husband why he didn't just tell me, as I wouldn't have had a problem with it. Turns out he was worried about my reaction and me not liking his friend or approving of the situation. He also told me Dave was very embarrassed about the whole situation and didn't want people to know what he was having to do. I told my husband I was starting to believe he was cheating and he was shocked. I haven't having not even considering those implications while attempting covering for his friend. I told him this whole thing was ridiculous and even suggested his friend live with us until he's back on his feet. Funnily enough, my worst case scenario, which was mentioned in the replies, was either a homeless man or a woman living in my walls and sneakily using the shower. And though this seems to be half the case, I'm glad it wasn't a stranger as such that wasn't welcome and someone that wasn't living in my walls. Thoughts? Okay, well, I'm glad that they're helping Dave. And I'm glad that it wasn't him and cheating, but I also think it's like, not great that he was lying like I would be mad yeah I'm I'm confused by the motive like to hide it Mm -hmm. like the explanation doesn't make sense to me like what else are you hiding but that's also my skepticism right yeah well I think like that too like you're lying about this what else are you lying about right and like that's like a good thing to be doing so like like, I, don't, I can't imagine where someone would say no to that. Like, yeah. I'm also just like, a, like, I can't lie. I can't keep a secret. <laughs> like, I'm just going to tell you everything that's going on because that's all I can do. 
You can't even keep like presents a secret. No. <laughs> yeah, there's no chance of lying in your relationship. <laughs> like, even if I do try to lie, like, it doesn't work. So. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no poker face. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh. I thought that was interesting. That was a good one. Okay. Do you want to, do you find this interesting? Yes, I love this. Okay. Um, Do you want to do another relationship advice one? Yes. So um, this is from a 34-year-old male and his pregnant wife, 29-year-old female, is in jail. Ooh. So I married my wife a week after she told me she was pregnant. She said she was taking birth control and apologized for the unexpected pregnancy. But I wasn't mad and proposed straight away. I was extremely happy that I was going to be a father, and she was the girl of my dreams. She was intelligent, beautiful, charming, and we never argued. The week after we married, she started changing. She started spending money excessively, claiming it was for the baby. I found out that she hadn't been making payments on her apartment, which was beyond her means, for months, and I was the one who settled her debt while she kept ignoring the calls from her landlord. She told me straight up during one of our arguments that she faked the fact that she liked learning instruments or learning about coding, even though when we were dating, she would always do that with me. The worst part was when she started drinking. I would literally grab the bottle out of her hand, saying that's going to hurt the baby. She apologizes, and we do counseling. Everything is fine until I get a call that she was arrested for driving under the influence. Her blood alcohol content was 0.16. Holy moly. She was sentenced to 10 days in jail. When I asked her to explain herself, she said that she was drinking because quarantine was boring. She surrendered yesterday and will be out in nine days. My family is very much a strict Catholic family, and I grew up with these values. I would be the first person in the family to get a divorce, and I still love her very much. I didn't sleep last night because I don't know if the prison system is truly protecting their inmates from COVID-19. My gut feeling is that they are not. The thought of her getting corona or our baby getting it makes me shudder. The only thing about her being in jail that makes me feel better is maybe the fact that she won't be able to access alcohol. I'm angry that she told me not to go to appointments because she wanted to talk private stuff with her doctor, but I think it so was so I wouldn't find out she's been drinking. It scares me that I dated this woman for almost two years and she's hidden so much from me. I keep wondering if I just didn't see the signs or if pregnancy was making her crazy, especially since being pregnant during COVID is bound to be stressful. She's due in three months. I don't know what to do. I want to try to do counseling, but she's always eloquent and put together during counseling. My mom suggested switching to a therapist less sympathetic to her excuses what do i do i'm so torn oh my gosh i feel like that's so hard because there's a baby involved too so it's not just like between the two of you right um yeah i guess i like the idea of switching to a different counselor um but I also think like when someone's acting like this you can't and they don't want to get help at all or they're like being sketchy and like trying to like keep their ways the way they're doing it and they're not willing to like change or like admit their wrongdoing or anything then like that's not a person you want to be with right um, and so, like, yeah, he might love her so much, but, like, if he's 
not going to be, like, happy or, like, if this person doesn't, like, if this person is making his life miserable, then, like, he can't stay with her. Right. And also, I feel like with addiction, like, you don't want to be an enabler. So right. maybe that tough love and the cutting off is, like, the wake-up call that maybe is needed to get that help herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like that's a very tough situation. Plus, like, with a baby on the way, like, I don't know if that's something where he could get custody um, until she, like, hopefully gets help. Right. It's, like, it's not something you hear very often of, like, the the man is the one who's, like, worried for the baby and is, like, and it's the mom who's, like, going off the rails. Right. But it's also, like, in her body. So right, like, and, like, he doesn't have any control, so he's helpless. Right. It's very interesting. Yeah. Oh, I feel for him. I know. Um, someone said to talk to a lawyer and get full custody mm-hmm. of that baby. Mm-hmm. Um, um, someone said don't get a DNA test because some people suggested that because there's a chance the baby isn't even yours, but it'll be safer with you than with her. That's um, true. Someone said, are you sure she's even pregnant? Which is interesting, I guess. If, But you'd think she'd be showing. Yeah. Um, yeah, most people are saying um, basically get a divorce. Like, she's, if a baby wasn't, like, a wake-up call, like, it's she's not going to change until she wants to. So, people agree with your advice. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> um, okay, I'll give you some headlines and you can decide. Am okay. I am I the asshole for keeping a three hundred thousand dollar prize to myself when I originally planned to share it with my boyfriend? Um Am I the asshole for braiding my girlfriend with Asperger's after she had called my anorexic sister chubby? Um am I the asshole? That one sounds too sad. Yeah. Am I the asshole for asking my flatmate to tell her boyfriend to stop shitting in the shower? Oh, my God. Let's do this one. Okay. The title is basically it, but here are the facts. My flatmate has admitted in the past, and probably regrets doing so now, that her boyfriend shits in the shower. (gasps) I I thought it was outright weird at the time and half-jokingly said, Ew, well, he better not do that here. We were new to the flat at the time. My boyfriend and I's door is connected right next to the bathroom with a pretty large gap underneath the door, which makes it really easy to hear what's on the other side. My flatmate's boyfriend stays most nights of the week, and almost every time he showers, I can hear him do it. Mm. (laughs) I won't get too much into the details, but it's exactly as taking a shit would sound. Audible, efforts, and cleaning, and all in the process, too. And he's most definitely in the shower with it running. Oh, my gosh. It's so detailed. Um, he's done this so many times now. And last night, while I lied in bed listening to his empty his guts into my drain, I finally decided that this is just nasty. I hesitated talking to my flatmate in the past in the instance I was wrong. But it was just too distinguishable for it to be anything else. Plus, she had literally admitted it before. So I messaged, messaged her last night. As I didn't want to wake my boyfriend, who had worked super early today, I told her that if he's shitting in the shower, can he please stop doing that because that is not cool and just unhygienic. 
She responded, denying it and saying he's just watching videos on his phone, which he also does sometimes mid-shower shit. Probably to pass the time, I might add. And then saying, but I'll tell him. A couple of minutes later, she says, BTW, it's just a meme that he shits in the shower. He doesn't actually do it. Which, hmm, pretty sure she's just covering it up now since she even admitted to trying it once, too. What? Um... Okay, so my boyfriend woke up this morning, and I showed him what I said. He himself hears it in disgust. He supported my decision, but still felt a bit awkward and said, well, your old flatmate did it too. Is this seriously a normal thing? Wait, what? Um, and then going from that to saying I might not even know 100%. But I do, and he knows too, but I think he mainly feels awkward. So now he has me second-guessing that what I did was right at all, as much as I'm trying to stand behind my decision. To add, my boyfriend and I are the leaseholders. Our flatmate is subletting. The bathroom has fully functioning toilet. Um, he takes up so much time in the shower. And guys, is this seriously normal? What do I do? Okay, so... I mean, is he cleaning it up fully? Like, that is my first question. Uh, um, let's see if she says in the comments. It, he lets it go down the drain, I guess? How is that possible? Um, I'm guessing maybe it's not so solid. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Okay, okay. So I just had to ask oh, that question. Oh, wait. Someone says, does he waffle stump or carry it to the toilet? Because homeboy is likely to be fucking up your pipes at the former. Yeah. As he said, it's the former. And honestly, that's something I don't think I considered until making this post. So he forces it down the drain. Ew. Okay. okay. That is so gross. I can't even. Um, so, okay. Now we know that information. So, it's really gross but also i have heard of people like running the shower while they go to the bathroom um for like noise pollution not pollution but like noise like canceling noise and then also like the smell um i could see that like especially if i know like um like the walls are thin or something I will run the water even while I pee sometimes but if they've admitted to it right that is the sketchy part but I also like I think I'm weird in this but I've and I've never had like a situation where I've like lived somewhere and I've had like a boyfriend that stays over a, a lot um like it's just like my personal preference to like if you live with a roommate to like be respectful and like not have your boyfriend over like sharing the bathroom and stuff because like that's that's not what they that's not what your roommate signed up for like I guess she has a boyfriend too so they're all kind of sharing but yeah that could be like a maybe it's like you set boundaries that they don't shower there yeah. Although her and her boyfriend are on the lease and she's just subletting. So if the other party isn't anywhere rely like responsible for the lease, like I feel like there's more um 
you have more of a right to request that he not be there as much slash doesn't poop in your shower right i mean i would just be like bye yeah like i maybe it's just time to get a new roommate too honestly like that's if you're if the flatmate isn't gonna kick him out or like did she say that they're friends let me look um it does not say okay so yeah i would just be like please don't or i'm gonna kick you out yeah i feel like that's fair especially like it's gonna wreck your bathroom like Mm -hmm. uh so related to this i remember hearing on the brain candy podcast like a statistic about people that poop in the shower and i just googled it because i couldn't remember and according to this radio show when i googled it um and there was a survey that went around one in 30 people poop while showering I feel like that's not that many. You don't think? I feel like that's a lot more than I would have expected because I don't feel like I I didn't know that was a thing at all. Like it never crossed my mind. <laughs> well, me either. <laughs> but just for the record, <laughs> but it's it's less than 1%. Like it's a third of a percent. Yes. So, I feel like that's valid out of all the people in the world. I guess, yeah. Although, it's probably not accurate if you're counting all the people in the world, but. Yeah, I just, uh, I've thought about it too much now. <laughs> um, <laughs> kick, them to the, kick them both to the curb is what I say. <laughs> yeah, I would not stand for that. No. Well, on that note, any uh, anything else you want to cover before we uh, wrap up? I don't think so. I think we really went there today. We did. Especially, especially with this one. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of Floral Couch Conversations. You can find us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, at Floral Couch Conversations. And if you have any questions or want to reach out to us, floralcouchconversations at gmail.com. And if you're liking what you're hearing, please tell everyone you know and leave us five stars. Thanks, everyone. Bye.